Philadelphia. Get ready to be inspired. If you need help finding the light in the darkness, don't touch that dial. Let's navigate life through the lens of hope with Scotty P. Inspirational speaker Scotty P speaks the importance of mental health in society and encourages techniques to overcome the everyday mental health obstacles that hold us back in life. It's not just inspiration, it's Scotty P inspiration. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thank you again for joining us for another episode of the Scotty P Inspiration Show, where we're helping you to navigate your life through the lens of hope and rediscover the resilience within ourselves. So thank you so much, everybody. I am your host, Scotty P, aka Scott Prendergast, and I'm super thankful you all are joining me once again for another episode here of our show. And I really think that you're going to be able to take something positive from this episode as well, just like that is the goal for every episode that we do. So thanks again, everyone, for joining us. I hope you're Summer is going well. So real quick before we jump into it and start, a couple things to note. If you want to watch this episode, a couple ways you can do it. You go on any major podcast platform. You go in there. You search the Scotty P Inspiration Show. You will find my show. You can watch any episode that way. You can also go on YouTube, search my channel, which is the Scotty P, which is, excuse me, Scotty P Inspiration, and you can find the videos that way. You can also go on my website at www.scottypinspo.com, and you can watch the stuff that way too. All right, everybody. So now that we got that business out of the way, let's jump into it because you know I like to just take this, run with it, so you can take something positive from the show and turn it and apply it to your life today, okay? So today for the topic, what I really want to talk about is something that we hear a lot of people throw around on a regular basis. And really what we're talking about today is how to get out of your own head, right? Now we hear this a lot and admittedly, me too, I don't really know what this means. People just be like, get out of your head, stop thinking this or that. And it could be a bit counterproductive at times, I think, but it also is something that everybody can relate to because we all find those times where we get stuck in our head when we're just stuck in it and we can't seem to get out of it and do anything that we want to do or think the thoughts that we want to think. So today I want to really center this episode around how do we get out of this and what does it mean to when we are stuck in our head? First thing that I have here, instead of a quote, because I'm mixing it up here, I have a question to start. And the question that I wrote down is, what does it mean to be stuck in your head? Hmm, you know, like, what does it mean to be stuck in your head? And I want you, the listener, to ask yourself that because that answer to that question might look a little bit different for every single person. Being stuck in your head for one person could be extreme anxiety. For somebody else, it could be extreme insecurity. For somebody else, it could be the fear of rejection or failure. It's different for everybody, but we all, I think, can relate to what it feels like to be stuck in our head in some type of way, right? And I think we can all relate to that, and it's just different for you. So for you, the listener, ask yourself, what does it mean to you to be stuck in your head, okay? Now, to build off of that, one of the things that I was thinking about was when we're stuck in our head, I kind of think of it like this. I really think it's thoughts that are left unattended, I like to say. Unattended thoughts lead to overthinking, right? So think about it. As you're going throughout the day, you're doing things, you're living your life, you're talking with people, you're meeting with people, you're doing your job, you're dealing with this or that. We have obviously a lot of thoughts, but a lot of times some thoughts just go unattended. They just sneak by security, so to speak, and they get into our head and they're just there causing a ruckus, causing a scene. These are those unattended thoughts, the thoughts that we don't really think about, but they are there, Right. The problem here is that these unattended thoughts, as I call them, sometimes can be pretty damaging to us. It's not an unattended thought like, oh, gee, wow, the sun looks real nice today. Oh, look at this, right? No, it's a lot of times the unattended thought is, oh, well, you know, 
I can never seem to do anything right at my job. So I guess I'm just not a very good at life type thought. Or I guess everybody here just thinks I'm a loser. So I guess I really am just a loser. So why I'm even here anyways, I should just leave this job right now type thought. Or, oh, I guess I'll never be successful in life. So I guess this is all I can ever do. So why should I even try today anyways? You know, sound familiar? Right? These unattended thoughts sneak by the security in our heads, so to speak, and they start to really grow roots, metaphorically. They grow roots in our head, and all of a sudden, this unattended thought that snuck into our mind starts becoming what we focus on all the time, all throughout the day. And it starts to become this nuisance. It starts to become the center of the attention. It starts to become what we base our decisions off of, all from a thought that was unattended that got in our head. Now, here's the problem. We didn't notice it and we didn't take action on it quick enough, right? You know, th this is where things can get difficult. And this is where a lot of discipline has to come into play. Because when we just allow any unattended thought into our head, the example that I just gave you is what could start to happen. It could just turn into this whole thing and turn into you know, a complete change in mindset and change in confidence, change in self-belief, all from an unattended thought. So what we need to do is learn to capture these thoughts and address these thoughts before they turn into the center of attention, right? Before it turns into overthinking, before that overthinking turns into resentment, before that resentment leads to so many different things, right? Naturally, the question is, okay, well, I have so many thousands of thoughts throughout the day, I cannot possibly turn my attention to every thought that I have and I can't capture every single one. There's gonna be some that slip by. Yeah, there is. But here's the thing, friends. We have to know which thoughts we have to really pay attention to and which ones maybe we don't need to as much, right? We need to know, okay, this thought right here, this is going to cause a problem. So I got I got to address this. I got to look at this. I got to pay attention to this. I got to work through this instead of just letting this thought passively come into my head and do whatever in the world it wants to do, right? We have to learn to address which type of thoughts need to our attention immediately and which ones don't. You know what I mean? And this is not super easy. And we're going to talk about later how to do this, but we need to start this process because otherwise we're just going to maybe have a good day, good week, good month. And then one of those thoughts comes in and we don't pay attention to it and we don't recognize what it can be. And the next thing you know, we're just in a really difficult spot and we're really struggling, right? So there's got to be this kind of self-accountability a little bit. And I know that's not a super sexy, great word, but there does have to be some self-accountability in saying, okay, I've got to address these thoughts. I got to start doing something here instead of just letting whatever comes into my head completely control my day, my feeling, my mood, and my actions. Easy? No. Doable? Yes. With some practice and with the proper identification skills, right? So... One of the things that I kind of wrote down in, I guess you could say in reference to what we're talking about here is really like this. I mean, I'm, I'm sure we've all felt this before. When you find yourself stuck in your head, like what we've been talking about, and again, that looks different for everyone, but when you find yourself stuck in your head, it really seems that small little issues and small things become mountains. They become mountains, they become huge roadblocks, and we get overwhelmed because we don't see any way to overcome these mountains or roadblocks. And all we see is just this huge mountain, this huge roadblock, this huge issue, this huge problem. And we feel powerless because we don't see any way to get through it. 
And here's the thing that's interesting, though. It's not really a huge mountain or a huge roadblock. It's usually pretty small, but it's like we're looking at it with this magnifying glass up close and it looks astronomical, right? That's kind of what happens in our head when we get stuck up there and, and things get distorted. We're looking at this small little issue as if it's the biggest thing in our lives, when in reality, it's really quite a small thing with a simple solution. But when we're in our head, when we're stuck in there, it looks like it takes up the whole picture of what we're looking at. And it looks inconceivable to ever think we'll get past it. Sound familiar? I'm sure it probably does because it does for me too. So the question is, how do we learn to step back, realize, wait a minute, I'm looking at this differently, switch that lens, so to speak, and realize, okay, this is a small challenge, a small issue. It is not taking up my whole life, my whole view, my whole everything. How do I do something about this, right? How do I move through this? And we'll talk about that. So what I really wrote down and what I was thinking about that I've done and worked with people also to do is breaking it down to size, understanding the true size of this issue and really kind of rationalizing it instead of letting just these wild imaginative thoughts and what ifs, we talk about the what ifs a lot, take over and just completely put us in the wrong direction, right? And I think one of the best ways to break it down is really look at the issue, look at the problem, look at the thought that came in your head, whatever it is. Say it's, oh, I'll never graduate school. Maybe that's the thought or, oh, uh, you know, I'll never be enough for my boss or, oh, I'll never be enough for my family or I'll never be the person I want to be because of this. You know, it's different for everyone. Whatever that huge roadblock is for you, I want you to think about that. You know, I want you to take some time, whether it's now or after the show, and I want you to think about what is something that is that huge roadblock in my life? What is that huge roadblock that I'm looking at that is just seems so insurmountable? I want you to think about what it is, okay? Now, I don't want you to answer, oh, it's really not a big deal right now. No, 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 because to you, through the lens right now, you're looking at it through, it is, okay? But we got to find a way to take that lens out and realize "Mm, it's not a huge issue. And how we really do that is we start to break it down. We start to, I guess, take chunks of it, so to speak. Now, one of the best ways to do that is really that's followed. I mean, asking ourselves questions. This is what I do all the time with so many of my clients, and it's a CBT-based technique. One of the first things to do to break down this imaginative mountain was really as followed. First thing, what is it that we are actually feeling? Yo, what is it exactly that we are actually feeling about this process, about this moment, about this issue, about this fear? What is it that you are feeling? Okay, because a lot of times these unattended thoughts turn into just like this huge blurry mess and I don't even know what I'm feeling. And then that makes the mountain get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, right? So if we could kind of stop that growth process, so to speak, and say, okay, this is what I'm actually feeling about this issue, about this event. When we can do that, it it stunts the growth. It stops the growth of that mountain or roadblock and puts it dead in its track so we can see it. We can call it out for what it is and start the process of moving through it. Okay, so for you, the listener, first thing you want to do is you say, okay, I got this issue, whatever it is. What is it that I'm actually feeling about it? What is it? Am I angry, mad, sad, frustrated, insecure? Whatever it is. I don't know what it is. That's for you to find out. Okay, well, what am I actually feeling? That's step number one. Step number two is going to be a little bit more, you know, I'm going to take a little bit more time and introspectivity. Question two is, well, why am I feeling this? So what is my mountain? What is it that I'm actually feeling about this mountain? And why am I feeling this? 
Okay, why am I feeling this? You may say, oh, I don't know why I'm feeling it, Scott. Okay, well, let's dive a little bit deeper and try to understand maybe why you are feeling it. Because the answer is there if we're willing to dive deep enough. If we're willing to ask ourselves this question and really think about it, we will get an answer. 100% sure we will get an answer, but we've got to push past some of that, you know, tendency to not want to do that. Okay, so identify what that mountain is. Boom, step one. Step two, what is it that you're actually feeling about this mountain? Okay, that's the next step. Step three, or whatever step. Why am I feeling this? Where is this coming from? Okay, that's your next step. Now, your final step to really shrink the size of that mountain is how do I change this? What can I do to change this? Okay, and start putting in action. All right, so maybe I have to take action by doing this to shrink this mountain to changes. Maybe I have to reach out to this person. Maybe I have to do a career change. Maybe I have to, you know, end this relationship or start this relationship or do this, do that, whatever it is. How do I change this? What steps physically can I take to change this? Okay, so that is our process. Number one, we're going to go through it one more time for everybody here. This is your process on how to shrink that mountain down to size to realize what's really going on. Okay, number one, we want to identify what exactly our mountain is. Okay, number two, what are you feeling because of this mountain? All right, that's number two. Number three, why are you feeling this? Where is this feeling coming from? That's number three. And number four, how do I change this? What actionable steps can I take to start to change what's going on here? Okay, now when we do this, are we going to magically have everything figured out right away? No, we're not. It's going to take some time, but this will put us on the right path, the right road, the right mindset to being able to find out those questions that need answers and be able to get out of our head, so to speak, and understand what really is going on in our life and in our current time, okay? So that's just a little strategy that works really well with a lot of people that I work with that I've done. It can make a really big difference to start to understand what's truly going on in in your head with what you got, right? Now, to build off of that, one of the things that I wrote down is I think it, one of the hardest parts about getting out of your head, so to speak, is that when you're in your head, it feels almost like you're trying to grip like a grip like a a greased bowling ball. Like imagine a bowling ball that's like real slimy and greasy and slippery and you're trying to get your arms around it and it just keeps like slipping away. That's what it can feel like when you're in your head because it feels like your past, your present and your future are all mixed together into one just overwhelming bleh, right? And it's hard to even pinpoint what you're feeling or why. And it's even harder to pinpoint if it's something currently or something in your past or anxiety about the future. It can be so difficult to pinpoint that. And I think that's why the exercise we just talked about is so incredibly important to do so that you can learn to get a little bit of a grip on what's going on and move through it instead of feeling like you're just this overwhelmed bleh, like I was talking about, because that it's, that's a scary feeling. And what happens a lot of times is when we get into that type of feeling, we begin to really just become exhausted mentally and we start to shut down because we're like, I don't even know what's going on. All I know is I feel overwhelmed or I feel stagnant. I feel worthless. And since I feel this way, I guess I'm just going to have my actions follow suit with that. And then when our actions follow suit with that feeling of anxious or worry or, or not enough or stagnant, we start to see results that reflect that. And when we start to see results that reflect that, we get even more discouraged and we dive even deeper into that hole, right? So... That's why it, it, 
it's really vitally important to learn to become self-aware and work on some of this stuff. And what I want you, the listener, to understand, though, is you got to give yourself some grace and some time. This is going to be a lifelong thing. I mean, this isn't going to be, hey, I worked on some of this stuff for three weeks and I instantly just became my best self. No, it's going to take some time. You will see progress. Yeah. But don't expect that every single thing is going to be fixed and that you're never going to have a big mountain come up into your life again or a roadblock or that you're going to perfectly know how to handle every situation. That's absolutely not true. But what is true is that you'll learn the proper skills and you'll learn the right questions to ask yourself to help you to move through some of these issues a little bit quicker than before. And that's what we're trying to do here. And, and, and that's my main goal of why I do this, why I speak, why I do coaching, all these different things is to help other people to work through this stuff, including you, the listener, as well. All right. So as we're getting towards the end of the show here, one of the other things, though, that I wanted to bring up was another little strategy, if you will, that can help you to work through when you find yourself stuck in your head. And one of the things is really learning to organize your thoughts. Because as we all know, when you find yourself just overwhelmed and just all in your head, as they say, oh man, it, it just seems like you can't even grasp anything that's going on in your head. It just seems like everything's a million miles an hour and you're worried about this, you're frustrated about that, you're sad about this, you're angry about this, you're nervous about this. Blah, blah, blah. You can't even know what's going on and you see the thoughts, but you can't really hold on to them. So I think one of the best things to do, though, to combat some of this and to go along with everything we just had said is really learning to organize the thoughts that we're having. And what I mean by this is it could be as simple as just writing down the thoughts you're having or keeping note of it or or just keeping a mental note, whatever, whatever works. But really saying, OK, this is the thoughts that I'm having right now, these one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, whatever they are, and, and just writing them down and identifying it, the old naming it to tame it, right? But when we organize these thoughts, the point of why this is so important is because once they're organized, we could take a look at each one and go through that earlier process that I talked to you about, about why am I feeling this? Where is it coming from? And most importantly, we can really start to make a physical plan of action to do something about all these different thoughts, right? That's the whole goal here. So when we organize our thoughts and, and, and identify them and learn to organize what they are, it helps us to make that physical plan of action so we can start to step out of it, start to do something that is going to change our thoughts and change, therefore, the outcome that we see as well. So for you, the listener, understand the importance of learning to organize your thoughts so that you can make a plan on how to move through them. Okay. And that goes back to everything else that we said today, too, including one of our favorite strategies that I shared with you about identify the mountain, why are you feeling this, um, what, I mean, what exactly you're feeling, why, and how do you change this, right? And that ties all into it. So one of the last things that I really wanted to say before we do our, our outro, so to speak, is I want everybody to understand this because this is something that took me a long time to learn and I'm still working on it, but really making sure that you you watch what you say and you guard what you believe about yourself. Because it's so easy when we mess up to just say we're worthless, we're nothing, we're pointless, they're this or that. And it's almost like socially accepted, right? Like you do something wrong. It's, oh, I'm so stupid, right? Oh, look at me. Or, oh, oh, I guess I'll never graduate. Or, oh, I can't do this or that. You know, whatever it is. It's so easy to do that. 
right? And in a way, it's almost like a crowd pleaser because people are like, oh, wow, they put themselves down. That makes me feel better, right? And so people eat that up with a spoon and they love that. But we want to stay away from that because you might it might interest you to know that what you say is directly tied to what you believe about yourself. And if you continually are putting yourself down and saying negative things and saying things about yourself that are hurtful, you're going to start to believe it over time. So that's why I'm saying you got to watch what you say. You may do something stupid and wrong. Fight the urge to say, oh, I'm so stupid. I'll never be this or that. Fight that urge and stop yourself and say, okay, mm, and acknowledge that you did something wrong. Acknowledge that maybe it was dumb. Acknowledge it was this or that. But do not say, do not say to yourself, I am negative I am this. I am that. Do not do that. Okay. Because the more that we do that, it becomes such an easy habit to get into. And now we're starting to believe negative things about ourselves. And that's tied directly with what we're going to see in the outcomes in our lives. And so I challenge you, the listeners, that the next time something doesn't go right or you're feeling down about yourself, guard what you say and guard what you believe about yourself. Okay, it will make a difference. I can promise you that. And that's so, so important for everybody to understand, okay? So everybody, I want to wrap up really with this. Today, we're talking about how to get out of your head. And what I want to say is that, look, it's okay sometimes to be in your head. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. It's part of being human. It's going to happen. But we don't want to stay in our head. And we learn to we want to learn to work through that and, and, and get out of it and identify what's going on so we can move forward in our lives and see and feel and consume everything that we want to consume in this day. And it begins with identifying what's going on and asking ourselves those right questions. So for you, the listener today, fear not. If you're in your head, you will get out of it. I can 100% guarantee you it will not last. It will not stay like that. But it's going to take a little work on your part. And some of the things we talked about today are going to be great first steps for you to learn to break out of that feeling of being in your head and identify how small that roadblock that you're dealing with actually is. So thanks so much again, everybody, for tuning in to another episode here. I truly appreciate it. Tune in again next week for more content. Really appreciate you all. And I hope you can take something positive from the show today and learn to navigate your life through the lens of hope and rediscover the resilience within yourself. So until next time, everybody, this is Scotty P signing off.